Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Look, I'm going to show you right now. Moses, Moses came out early, cost him 40 years. Moses was the deliverer of Israel all the while when the Egyptian was there and it was going in there. Moses' job was to deliver, you got to understand this, they're trapped in bondage. His job was what? To set them free. Right? He's the Israelite being on this Egyptian. What's he doing? He want to go in there and try to get them free. He's trying to go in there and do his work. He's trying to go in there and do this. What do you do? He come out early, kills the guy, buries him in the sand. He tried to come over there and lead the people. They said, what you going to do? You going to kill us too? He went in exile and wandered around the desert for 40 years because he came out too early, even though it was his purpose was to be a deliverer. If your car- David was messed up too. David messed up peeping Tom, looking at stuff he shouldn't be looking at. No, I'm being, I'm being serious, right? He over there looking at stuff he shouldn't have been looking at. Stop looking over there. You're supposed to be doing your thing. <laughs> That's funny. But, right? He, saw, he wasn't supposed to be looking at it. I guess what he did? He made a mistake. God was like, you know, okay, but guess what? It costs you time. You got to have character development for every season of life, and these promises are purging your character. You get that? So sometimes when you go through the test, the test isn't just, oh, you know, I'm going through testing. Well, guess what? Testing is for promotion. Because when the promotion hits, you got to be ready for it. You got to have the character to handle where the anointing of God is taking you. Come on, write that down. I got to have the character for the where the anointing is bringing me. Integrity. You know what I'm saying? Now, look, when I get tested in the arena of faith, I'm like you. I'm like, oh, great. Now what? But guess what? The better you get at walking through the process, the better you're going to be able to walk in these promises. These promises are coming to press you. Because you can't say what you want to say if you want that promise. You got to say what that promise says. You see it? And what does everybody do? I don't need to promise that much. Forget it. No. You got to call yourself those things that be not. You can't call yourself what you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that I want to be mad right now. You can't be mad. I want to be ugly right now. I can't be ugly. I got to call those things that be not. That be not as though they were. I got to call them in. I can't call it the way I see it. I got to call it in. You got to call it in. But I just go speak what I got. No, that ain't how faith works. You call it in. See, this is what starts happening. People realize this. What? How much you want the promise determines what your actions are going to look like. Man, I ain't saying nothing different than doing nothing. Look at Romans 5, 2. Amplified. Unswer- write this down, number two. Unswerving endurance that can make it to the end. That's what you're, that's what you're getting unswerving endurance that makes it to the end. That's what you're doing. You got to make it all the way to the end. Guess what? You got to have unswerving endurance because guess what? This road might get bumpy. This road might get hard. This road might not look like it's working. You got to stay on the road to get you there even when it don't look like you know where you're going. Ain't that the truth, right? And when you got to promise sometimes, man, it don't look like none of this stuff's coming to pass. You think Joseph thought a plan was coming to pass in his life? This guy, oh, this is great. I will, can you imagine this dude? He wakes up. Hey, great. I had a dream last night. What was it about? Uh, all you people were bowing down, worshiping me, and I'm going to be king of everybody. Great. Why don't you shut up? His brother's mad at him. 
He said, no, nah, go get daddy. I'll tell him what I saw. Hey, you know what I saw? I seen everybody here, even you, bowing down, worshiping me, calling me Lord, basically, and y'all going to work for me one day. Great, wonderful. He went on a field trip with his brothers. He's like, when's the dream coming to pass? They, those jokers ready to kill him. They're ready to kill him. Reuben had enough sense to what? Let's sell him. Let's <laughs> sell that joker. We make some money off him, right? You kill him, you don't get a dollar for him. When we sell him, we make some money. Always a businessman, aren't you? Amen. He said, sell him. He said, all right, go ahead. Let's sell that joker. He got so, how about this ride? How about this ride? I told you guys were going to embrace me. I told you my dream. They're ready to kill him. You told his own family. Man, you thought you were going to go home and tell everybody you were Christian. Everybody's going to embrace you. Come on, right? Oh, you're pot smoking, drunk out, whacked out, right? <laughs> looking at you like, I don't want to even know you no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys don't want to hear me today. You like Pastor Chris? We don't know if we like you. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Tell the truth, though. You don't lie. Some of you are like, oh, I thought they were going to embrace this. How many of you had a plan? You had a dream, you know, right? You come home, tell everybody your God-given dream. Like, you thought they were going to have prayed for you. Yay, yay. They're like, yeah, okay. You didn't, wasn't it hard when you first knew they weren't excited about what you were excited about? And you kind of know. And then, don't you hate it? Oh, you lie. Man, Oma got a car. I got a car. I said, praise the Lord. My text was bold and loud. Why? I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I want to see everybody, man. You get something, I was like, praise be to God. I'm like, good. I'm going to use it, drive it, fly it. I ain't got to buy it. Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? Man, Jerry got a boat. I got a boat. Praise the Lord. This is awesome. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. How much does this cost? Nothing. See him. Hallelujah. It's great. Let's go next week. Great. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I can rejoice. I'm kidding. I can rejoice with you. No, I'm kidding about going. I'm going. <laughs> no, listen, you know what I'm saying. I'm excited when you, when you succeed. Not a lot of people are. You ever get blessed and prosper and trying to share it with somebody, and you knew the minute you told them, they got that like, oh, that's great. You're like, they mad as a hornet inside. They are not happy about me prospering, man. They, they don't want to see me do this. I thought, man, I, I remember my first couple of sermons preaching. Ooh, I thought everybody wanted to see this stuff work. I thought I was going to preach and everybody was like, yay. I was like, man, the people in church are mad about this working more than lost people. Because you know what it was? And they were. And I couldn't get it. And you know what the Lord said? He said, because if they see somebody get it, that promise, that means they got to rise up and go get their own. And they'd rather see it not work for you so when everybody ain't got to work for them. I said, man, ain't that something? That's when I flipped the switch. I said, my God in heaven, I'm not going to have a bunch of people like that in the church go, oh, I'm glad it didn't work for you. I'm going to have a bunch of people in church that go, I'm so happy it happened for you because <laughs> if it happened for you, it's got to happen for me. If it's your, t hey, today might just be your day, but my day's coming. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm going to shout louder. Man, that's what I told you, man. I look on my row. We'd love to connect with you online. To learn more about us and keep up with everything that's going on at Relevant Church, visit relevantfl.org. You can also check us out on all of your favorite social platforms. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com relevantfl and also on Instagram by using our handle at relevant underscore fl. Plus, you can even catch up with us on YouTube and that's at youtube.com slash relevantchurch. We can't wait to continue connecting with you and as always, welcome home.
I'm telling you right here now, if you're on my row and you ain't got the joy and all that, get out of my row. I'm leave, I'm moving my seat. I check my row out when I go to church. Don't be one of those church people going there and like, you got, you know, sister pucker up. She's like, oh, I'm mad. I'm mad. I don't care. I don't care what he says. I ain't sitting in that row. I look. I check the row out. When I go to church, I look. You might have some unbelief. I ain't sitting. Nah, I ain't sitting there. I ain't sitting in no row. You block my flow. You got to go. You start blocking my flow. I don't like the feel of the room. I don't like, I'm a feel dude, man. I feel good around here. Go somebody, I don't feel right. It ain't because I'm not right. I'm the one who's right. The whole row might be just, you block my flow. I want to see you. How you doing in worship? Peek during worship sometimes. You got that person like, I ain't singing the song. I'm gone. Moving my row. I preach this stuff. People move their seat. Check your row out. Look, I got unbelief there. I'm leaving. Come on, why? I don't want, no, you think like sharing your dream, I'm being serious because this really hurts people. You think sharing your dream, people would get excited about it. You might have a dream inside of you about doing something. You think everybody go have a parade for you. Many of you started sharing it. Everybody got mad. That's what happened to Joseph. He got a promise. He's like, oh, look at this. Great. Now he's sold into slavery and then it gets worse. He gets accused of doing something he didn't do. Oh, and this joker's going backwards quick, right? I don't know about you. You think, well, some days he woke up and said, praise be to God. This is awesome. I'm in the will of God. Now he goes thrown in a dungeon. He got to be in prison, stuck in prison for something to get to do. Falsely. He's the only guy that was ever falsely accused in prison. Come on, somebody. No, just, just a joke. Laugh. Come on. Right? Everybody's innocent. Joseph was innocent. Then he goes, all right. He gives a dream interpretation. He's like, I'm out. Don't forget me. <laughs> They forgot him. This is the plan of God? Look, if I was Joseph, I would have quit a long time ago. Dude, this guy's got more stamina than anybody in the room. He would have said, That's how, I'm done with this dream. The dream? What dream? And two minutes before this guy is the second most powerful man in the earth, he has no idea. It's coming to pass. But he still believes it. And every bit of hanging on to that promise was purging his character. So when he showed up, because let me tell you right here now, he was developed that when they put the king, king's crown on his head and he served second in command, his brothers that sold him into slavery, he said, I, I ain't got no problem with you. I've been purged in the process. This promise purged me. So instead of me getting mad and retaliating, come on in. God just sent me ahead of you but I'm ready for you. I want a question for you. What's God getting you ready to send you ahead into before everybody else shows up? And I got another question. How can I get out of this thing quicker? Because if God's working on my character in this thing, what's the fast track getting out? Can I tell you right now, if keeping my mouth shut is going to get me out of this thing quicker, I'm going to shut up real quick. If saying the right thing is going to get me out quicker, I'm going to say what God said. I'm going to say whatever God tell me to say, when God tell me to say it, how God, how God, how God you want me to say it. What do you want me to say? When you want me to say it? What do you want me to do? How you want me to do? Because I just want to get out because I don't like the process and I don't like this thing. I just want to get out and get on the other side. How do I get out? Because look, if this promise is going to produce my character development, I got to get God's promise to purge this character. If this promise is purging my character until I can see this dream come true, I 
I'm so excited about this dream. I don't care what it's going to cost me in my character to see this promise come to pass. What do you want me to say? When you want me to say it? How you want me to say it? Where, when, what, how? Because I just want to get out. That's what Romans 4 said. We don't got to go there. We'll go back. We're going to go to the other Romans 1. But Romans 4, when, when Abraham was learning this stuff, he called those things. He quickened the dead. God quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. He did not look at the deadness of Sarah's womb nor the deadness of his body. He didn't look at none of this stuff. He couldn't. It's a promise. There's no hope without the promise. That's why people walk around hopeless. Look, I'll show you the scripture. I read it in the passion. I didn't give him this one. This is so good. God quickened me to read this. Look at this. You got to see this. This is so good. Hey, can you go look at Proverbs 13, 12? Um, this is so good. Proverbs 13, 12 and the passion. I like the way this thing reads. It just makes it simple for you. What, I got to be a scholar up here? You know what I'm saying? Just get it. Get grabbed it. You ain't never going to forget this scripture. 20 years from now, I'll go back. You'll be like, you'll Google it, but you'll, you might not remember where it is. But where's that one about Joseph getting pride? You'll go back to this thing. I'd rather you do that than you got all this fancy, you know what I mean? These, thou's, those. Proverbs 13, just write it down, she'll get it. Proverbs 13, 12, Passion Translation. I ain't going to read it till you see it. I can preface it because I'm going to tell you what, you got to keep, write this down, you got to keep your dream connected to hope. Write it down, you got to keep your dream connected to hope. Woo! Wah! I need a hammond today. Mm-hmm. Ha! I need a towel, too. Ha! I can do it, too. Yeah. Mm. Ha! Towel me down, get all sweaty. Yeah, I'll get at it. Come on, Kentucky. When hopes... You read this? This is ballistic. When hopes... Now, this is about you. Man, you better get this. I'm reawakening somebody's dream in here. You better look at me. Look at me. Don't read the scriptures just yet. You better look at me. I'm prophesying over you. I'm reawakening a dream in you. There's a dream inside of some of you. You let it go dormant. It ain't dead. It might just be dormant. I'm going to shake that thing alive. You know, start that business. Go do what God called you to do. I don't know what it is. Start that ministry. I don't care how old you are. You know, say, hey, I'm, I'm old. You ain't old. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.